This is Michael Zuber, and I just wanted to thank you for listening to my One Rental at a Time podcast. Did you know that I took the time to document the entire process I used to learn my market and actually still use today? I released it as a $199 online course via Teachable, and it is called How to Get Started One Rental at a Time. With that, you get access to my private Facebook group and can join our group mentoring calls every Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. And this is your daily financial news. Yes, 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 it is 7 a.m., not 7.30. That is because on Thursdays, we interview one of our experts at 7.30. So I find it important to get you the daily financial news first. That is why Thursday is the one day a week. We will do it at 7 a.m., the other six at 7.30. So let's, as always, congratulate a member of the One Rental at a Time family for doing the work and getting a deal closed. Uh, Dan and I'm going to say Trin, congratulations on getting your deal. Your card will go out in the mail today. Again, this is a contest I am running. I'm spending some money on. All you have to say is One Rental at a Time helped you some way, somehow. Uh, Close a deal, of course, close a deal. And then I will go ahead and mail you a bunch of cards. I went ahead and bought 1,500 of these, even though the goal was 500, because I have faith in each and every one of you. So let's see what happens, and uh, let's keep going. I'm I'm trying to fight off a sneeze. Let's see if I can do it successfully. Uh, Anyways, uh, a couple of you have asked about my mentoring option. Uh, As you hopefully all know by now, I will be raising the price of my course, How to Get Started One Rental at a Time, on January 1st. I'm giving you plenty of notice. If you're going to buy it later, might as well buy it now. Do the work from uh, now through the end of the year. But yes, that does include my mentoring option. In fact, the mentoring option uh, actually consumes part of my day. Uh, so likely what I'll be doing is raising that even more, right? I enjoy it. I love it. Uh, the demand has been outstanding. Uh, but uh, I can't do too much or else I can't do my own thing. So if you ever thought about get the, getting the mentoring option, better do it now uh, before the end of the year. And uh, otherwise it will be significantly more. Just uh, just an FYI. don't want anybody to be surprised. Uh, as for the daily financial news today, uh, a couple of things I'm starting to see uh, is inflation is not evenly distributed, right? We talk about inflation CPI being uh, 6.2%. Uh, just a real quick, real quick shout out. I see some posts here from folks in Europe. Poland, I think, was one exactly. Thank you for watching One Rental at a Time from around the world. It has to be, um, I don't know, it's probably what? seven it's probably like five or six o'clock for you so thank you for the support i appreciate my worldwide audience thank you thank you thank you those looking for my puppies happy and sunny uh not this morning it is early for them and they are sleeping away and i did not have the heart to wake them up so uh perhaps later in the day but no they're they're asleep uh so that thank you for asking i see you guys are so wonderful i appreciate the daily communication i feel like you're all all friends and family. So uh, thank you for daily viewership, interactions, comments, thumbs up, four thumbs up already. Uh, So thank you very much. Where I was going with this is inflation is not even. It's not even around the world, but a problem around the world. Even in the United States, it is not even. Um, Inflation in the Midwest is running very, very strong. Um, You know, in, in, in 
CPI was 6.2% in the Midwest. It's running much closer to 7. A lot of that is because of gas and, uh, you know, heating, uh, natural gas, heating oil, propane, things of that uh, nature. So uh, that is what we've got. Jobless claims, we've been talking about it every Thursday for seemingly two years now. Uh, they were down from last week. 268K was 269. Not quite at expectations, 260K. Uh, it certainly feels we are finding that plateau, right? Where any movements will be slight. Uh, so that is very interesting. Uh, next, we're going to go through a whole bunch of retail earnings. And I want to call out that Economic 101 presentation I did last Saturday or Sunday. Folks, this is, well, first off, I'm making this call really early. So we'll see how I did in about six or seven months. But this is, this is ridiculous. Remember, supply, demand, right? What did we do? Obviously, we have constricted supply. How many times do we need to hear about the supply chain? So nobody should be surprised that the supply right now is smaller than before. In addition, we also should, also should not be surprised that demand is higher than ever. Why? We've been, we're sitting on an excess of $1.3 trillion. We've been given $5 trillion. The economy is coming back. We're feeling good. Holidays are right around the corner. So a lot more demand, small supply, and people are saying buy now so you don't miss out later. Folks, this is just another story of toilet paper. If you don't know what I'm talking about, remember when the pandemic happened and you couldn't get toilet paper? Remember that? It was all over the news for a while. This is just another variation of toilet paper. You're telling every mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, grandparent, you're not going to find your Christmas present in December by now. So anybody that's shocked by retailers having good earnings and then not understanding that there will be a price to pay next year, my opinion only, we shall see what happens. So Macy's beat top and bottom and raised forecast. It is amazing what happens when you sell things without discounts. Retailers make a lot of money. BJ Wholesale beat top and bottom and announced a 500,000, uh, 500, no, 500 million stock buyback. Kohl's beat top and bottom and raised forecast. Sales are up 16%. No kidding. You're telling everybody that it won't be there in December. This is mind, mind boggling. Petco beat top and bottom. Uh, Bed Bath & Beyond. Bed, no, Bath, I'm sorry, Bath & Body Work. Got to get the name right. Bath and Body Work, beat top and bottom. Victoria's Secret, beat top and bottom. We'll see. I'm calling it early. Uh, we, are, we, are, we have excess demand in a constrained supply environment. It's toilet paper and paper towels and bottled water all over again. In addition to that, we have some other earnings coming on. Um, Alibaba missed top and bottom and slashed forecast. Alibaba is interesting, right? Remember we talked about that on Saturday being a sign of what's going on in China? Well, Alibaba missed. Interestingly enough though, JD.com, another 
e-commerce site in China actually beat top and bottom on elevated demand. So I don't know if there's switching costs going on or if JD was doing this or that. Don't know what is going on. Uh, but yes, that is, um, we're going to have to watch what's going on in China. Then we have a couple of tech earnings as expected. And I just named this, um, I named both of these over the weekend. Cisco missed, uh, actually hit earnings, but they, their forecast was very weak for the next quarter. And I suspect their stock is down this morning. Uh, remember what I said about Cisco. Cisco for me is kind of like IBM was 20 years ago, right? It's it's no longer the huge grower that it was 20 years ago, but it gives you a great preview of what's going on in Europe and Asia. And the fact that Cisco lowered expectations, probably not a great sign about what's going on in Europe and Asia. That's what Cisco is for me. NVIDIA, if you have all invested in NVIDIA, congratulations, you had another great quarter. They really can't do any wrong, right? Their chips were for crypto. Well, crypto's off. Now video games, now data centers. NVIDIA is crushing it and having a next a nice year. I hope all of you are invested in NVIDIA because if you were, you're making some money. Deer, looks like finally after three tries, uh, the uh, strike is over. This was a strike that's been going on since October 14th. It took three turns of getting something uh, passed through the union. Uh, but they are now signed a six-year contract and going back to work. I am curious. I want to hear from all of you. Uh, we should be hearing in the next 48 hours about the Fed nomination. Will it be Jerome Powell or will it be Lyle Brainerd? Uh, I'm on record a month ago saying it's going to be Brainerd, right? Uh, Jerome Powell is a dangerous man. If you hear some of the talk out of the Democratic Party, uh, Jerome Powell is obviously a Trump nominee. Uh, Jerome Powell is obviously a Republican. And I do not see him surviving uh, the, this nomination. That said, if you are a real estate investor, Lael Brainerd's probably going to be more of your friend. I'm not saying the moves are right. I'm just saying when it happens, she will probably keep rates lower longer. Uh, I do not believe she will want to raise rates into the midterm elections. She will kind of stay out of the way, which means as real estate investors, our window of relatively low rates is um, good for us, frankly. Uh, again, go back and watch some of my videos about how to use inflation. Uh, I think she's going to give it to us on a silver platter. But yes, that is what I see coming. Again, let me know what you think. Is it Powell or Brainerd? I actually think if the announcement is at any time after one o'clock on Friday, it's Brainerd because right now the betting market is Powell 60-40. Uh, so I don't think they want to shock the market. I think they want the weekend to go by. So we shall see. Uh, and if it's, if it's like during trading hours, then it's Powell. That is my uh, opinion. Look uh, what I got here. Um, oh, one of the reasons I think that the Fed is um, making some large mistakes is Jerome Powell. Obviously, uh, last year came out and said uh, job growth is number one, stable price is number two. He, of course, said 1A, 1B. As parents, you and I both know there is no such thing as 1A, 1B. You only can have one priority. And this, again, is something that was repeated in the 1960s. The 1960s had a Fed chair that was not an economist. He was a business owner, and he focused on employment. 
his name, his nickname is Great Inflation. Uh, so yes, I believe we are set it up for that environment it is going to be the thing of the decade. And uh, if you want to use inflation, you you can. Yeah, you can use inflation. But yeah, uh, looks like S&P has come out and agreed with me. I just love when big firms come out and agree with me like three weeks later. Evergrande default, highly likely. No kidding. Go look at their cash flow statement. They're not selling anything. How can their debt structure, their employees, their suppliers get paid when they're not selling anything? The CEO or chairman or whatever he's called there has already sold $1.1 billion in personal things trying to keep the ship afloat. They started selling everything they could that wasn't nailed down. Sorry, not going to happen. You're done. Write it off. Go out of business. You know, it's the party's over. Uh, looks like we are seeing a return of the retiree. Uh, if you have not been following this uh, lately, um, there was 3.3 million folks that were retired early, a large part of the kind of missing 4 to 5 million employees. Uh, so yes, this is um, happening. But it looks like the boomerang is coming back. Uh, some of the retirees are like, you know what? I don't need to retire at 57 or 58. I will come back. They are making choices in other careers, maybe a better work-life balance. Uh, but right now, these missing employees are welcomed by the market. And again, uh, probably a trend that is predictable. Um, yeah, you have, you have to feel like you're doing something. I learned that the hard way when I left. We just had a record uh, IPO creation this year. There's been $1 trillion, $1 trillion, with a T, in IPOs this year. That is double what was last year and a record ever. And we have six weeks left. Crazy. Goldman Sachs CEO has come out and said, you know, he follows greed and fear. If you've been following my channel for any length of time, you know that's what I do. That's why I track the consumer. Uh, he is specifically talking about investors. I focus on consumers. There is a difference. But he's focusing on investors and says, we are in a period right now where greed wins. He is fearful of how this party ends, but right now, it feels really good. Anybody that's in the market is winning, and uh, he's like, this won't last forever. And then finally, real estate investors, you dominated Q3, specifically in the single-family home market. Real estate investors last Q3 made up 11.2% of single-family home transactions. Y'all went up 50%. You're at 18.2%, of which 77% of your transactions are cash. Folks, as I talked about my 2022 predictions, one of the big ones was Wall Street continuing to get bigger. Single-family homes, risk-adjusted return are the best on Wall Street. This is why somebody just bought 2,000 homes from Zillow. These homes aren't going owner rock, at least not most of them. If you want to get in the game, you want to use inflation, you need to do the homework, you need to do the work. This is, this is why I created this contest. This is why Dan and Trine got a congratulations. They closed the deal. Do the work, do the work, do the work. So thank you very much for watching the Daily Financial News. We'll be back tomorrow, the 19th, Friday, 7.30.
today, wow, I got Jonathan. I got all kinds of interviews today. Today's a long day for me. So have a wonderful day. Take care of yourself. And remember, if you've ever thought about it, get the mentoring option. Get it now uh, because it will be a lot more expensive next year. Take care. Bye.